welcome to another episode of the After the Whistle podcast. First of all, let me just say that me, I don't like doing these intros at all. They are very, very annoying. This is a this is a job. This is a job. If I love your job, make you not do like <laughs> I, 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 the person I, 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 you small small. I, 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 you small small. Uh, you see, the person waiting for the do the intro, he they tell me say the groom is boss boy, it don't be anything. But yeah, um it's me smiley doing the hosting because KO is not really in a position to host today. So um I'm joined on this one uh by Crack Van Gelda and KO himself. Guys, what's up? Uh you people you see <laughs> Why well, you guys Honestly, would have been But Van Gelder decides say he go left. So make you don't mind. No, it threw such a wrench in our plans, guys. Like we really, really, really wanted to give you that quality production which we gave you the last time, but unfortunately. Shall you see how the last episode the audio be sweet? It be so nice and I swear, I swear, God. I can explain. We don't have time for that. I, I, no, no, we don't get time. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Them sees my Ghana card. That's why I don't get your bags, man. That's why I don't get your bags. <laughs> oh, ah, ah, hey. Wow. It may, I suppose I endorse that. Anyway. Hey, but Charlie, um, I don't hung. I open Twitter no. I see Angwamo. Anyways, let's continue. Ah, Charlie. Price, price Angwamo or, or what? <laughs> I beg you, I beg you, wow. Make, make you make my house come. Make you make my house come. and Guamo. Let's jump. And Guamo, and Guamo. It just make we start. Let's just jump right into it. At long last, the Black Stars released their squad. I think they were the last. I think they were either the last, the last or the last, but one. I know but, another African. Um, in Africa, probably the last. And then also... um. I think Tunisia also released on the yeah, same day. Yeah, but later on in the day. Yeah. I, I said, crap, there was a yeah. whole uh, power outage issue. Um, it was just I'm mad with you. problems, you know, leading up to it. But do you have, do you have the, the list in front of you? Um, yeah, I have the list. So, um, yeah, one of the major things that happened was that uh, first two first-choice keepers had to pull out at the last minute. So that's one major setback that has happened, and I, I like it's it's for me. I'm particularly disappointed that Willacott is not making it. I know a lot of people don't really rate him like that, but um, I think he he was one of the main reasons why we qualified. He did a very good job in the playoffs against. But anyway, Mengo, um, we have Manaf Nuruddin, we have Danlad Ibrahim of Kotoko, and we have. Lawrence so um Atizigi has been given the number one jersey, so I'm presuming he's going to be the number one keeper during the World Cup. And at least he's I think he's the only keeper on our books who is a first choice for a top flight European squad. Switzerland be high, but they're not really as competitive. But yeah. I mean you have you have mm. um Big teams such as uh, Young Boys and uh, I mean Basel Cry, you would even say, but then him playing for Singal and he's highly rated there and um, yeah. quite, 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 quite a short stopper. So hopefully, you know, he'll perform and get some plaudits um, as as the competition goes on. 
Okay. So um, in the defense, we have Dennis Odoe, Tariq Lamte, Ali Duseidu, Daniel Amate, Joseph Edu, Alexander Jiku, uh, Salisu, Baba Rahman, and Gideon Mensa. Do we have problems in, with, the, with with that selection? Um, you let me finish it and I'll, I'll ask you because we like things they oh, hard stop. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 me, I just, all, I, just I just I just want to keep quiet. Makes my <laughs> I just want to keep quiet. Makes my life finish. <laughs> um, in midfield we have Dede Ayu, Thomas Pate, Elisha Usu, Salih Samed, Mohamed Kudus. Yeah, and then in attack we have uh, Daniel Afriye Bani, Kamau Soa, Fatau Isahaku, Osman Bukari. Inaki Williams, Antoine Semenyo, Jordan Ayu, and Kamal Dean Sulimana. So, we make a shoot to Kyo first, because Kyo usually is the one asking us questions, right? Now, I want Kyo do on the, on the <laughs> host <chair. laughs> Um Kyo, your, your thoughts on the Ghana squad? Um, I think, given the uh, the political pressure and the, the, the job at hand, I don't think Otoado could have done much more with with the selection. Um, a very young team um, can be built on for later competition. So it's really about what he can do with them um, from Sunday all the way up until the <laughs> up until when their campaign ends. <laughs> the only th- the, uh, the only thing which I would say is that you know some wingers could have been substituted and um, better defenders could have been brought in. Because I think we have some boys in Spain, either, either Celta Vigo or... Yeah, that's Joseph Edu. I think he's in the squad. No. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he, Joseph I, he's Edu. in the squad. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but guess some other boys be way like they go fit um, pop up. But I think a Jiku and um, Salisu partnership could you know prove beneficial and prove very steady uh, f- for us at the back? Uh, if Tari Clamte and Baba Maraman, he does say Charlie, if we play three back, they make Baba be a third center back. I don't know how he go, how he go, um, shuffle in midfield around, but then you know that if we have very mobile forwards this time round, it's how he has to, it's how he uses the uh, IU brothers, which will be very, 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 very key because. Look, the the opening match against Portugal, we have to lay the marker down by, you know, attacking very quickly, being very proactive, not sitting... No, we, we, we can sit back when we have to sit back, but then we can take it to them. I personally think that uh, Portugal can be beaten. Only because... Not because of the drama which surrounds them, but then they, they are not as mobile as, you know, we they think they are. Because they're going to put everything to an hour. And if anything has sh- shown this season, is that in as much as he's a prolific goal scorer, he wants the ball too much. And everything has to sort of run through him. So it's something which can be utilized. The other two games, when much can be said about how we should approach Uruguay, and much can also be said about how we can uh, take on South Korea. But on the, on, on the balance of things, given everything else which is surrounding the Bruhaha of you know the job with the GFA on his back as well as um, outside pressures. I, th- I think he's done as best as he could. We are all pained. Make no mistake, we are all pained that someone like Joseph Pencil didn't make the list. It's just that 
um, he has to put his head down and know that he has supporters at home who would wait his call up in future years. So, in as much as the GFA might be bitching right now, there, Charlie, you get time. It's a World Cup at the end of the day, but then more competitions to become. It's a very, very, very young team, and he performed as best as he could given the time that he had at the AFCON. That one match alone, that um, the opening match at the AFCON, we were all impressed by his showing. So it's just about um, taking some time off right now because all club football is on hold, uh, resetting, and then proving the naysayers wrong when the season continues. Because Genk is, I think, first in the Belgium league right now. Yeah, yeah so if a force, then you know gets do do a very 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 good showing. If a big a bigger club comes to scoop him up in the summer, then you know if it deny the influence because that whole thing about Gerardo coming to say that because he be a boy, that boy he no go. Pate to be a boy, but Pate established himself for Atletico where he go as now. You can't say otherwise. So it's just about him buckling down. Uh, doing the hard work, which he's been doing right now, p- putting in the performances, uh, raising up his stats, you know, learning on the job as well, because it's not just about um, sh- shooting. It's not about scoring and assisting in a league which is competitive, but then doing it again if you actually get that big move, right? So, I mean, we all are hopeful that Ghana would um, would proceed further than we have in previous um previous tournaments but at the end of the day we all know what we have what we are up against i i would say that charlie make boys just take my head put down then you know support we go fit talk all the talk we go fit talk about why this person no go and xyz but then charlie me i'm the voice of reason number one are they asking questions <laughs> <laughs> i'll have a few hot takes here and there but today pan there is just that Kirk. My boss, I listen all okay all the top. Deep down, patriotism they play a big role in all of these things. Let me let me come from that direction. That's in where no matter what we go do, we are once you hear pam 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 some part of you get some sympathy and empathy and likeness for the black stars, regardless of how much you hate them. And this thing has always been capitalized by our leaders. We know this, it not be just politics, they go everywhere, and especially the black stars. The Joseph Prince calling and not calling him is one of the most stupidest things I've ever seen. Because usually, with a few go tournaments where maybe all our wingers, they know they perform for the Malis. You understand? So it be all play all. It's fair game. With a few go tournaments where we go call French players because, yeah, then try for some games or something. Like the president has been set. That one today. But look, I beg you, mention the right wingers we we take go ahead of them. Jo- uh, Joseph Pinso, yes. Isa Haku, who has not even started a game for Sporting so far. Um, who else? Jordan Ayu, presumably, because I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to be on the left. Um, who else? The uh, Osman Bukai will probably play on the on the right as well. Hmm. He's probably the only informed right winger the, that we've taken. Yes, he's the only informed right winger that we've taken. But was Osman Bukhari at the Afcon? No. Thank you. So, why are you denying Joseph Fento? So, that's where I'll tell Keo that I believe he's suffering from the Palmer 
matter. I believe it. Because it doesn't fucking make sense. This is the Belgian league. You can't tell me you don't know the Belgian league. The team of the season so far, the guy be the right, the right winger with the highest rated, right? Yeah, he's he's. I think he's the fourth highest rated player in the Belgian league this season. In the Belgian league, bro. In the Belgian league, you know the same Belgian league where we call the Soa guy. Exactly. Or you know the. So that's so, even one of one of the major points for me. The fact that you've called other players, other wingers from that same league, who have been playing, um, who have not been as good as him this season. So, Charlie, you continue. Yeah, you see, so all these excuses, they, then they watch this league, you know, they do this. It's bullshit. Like, this this thing, this thing, this, people aren't being called on merit, and this thing will always hurt us because this thing is stupid deal. It's a very good squad. Don't get me wrong. The squad way then they go. My guess is Wakaso not the inside. <laughs> Even as Idris Baba head save, they don't take Wakaso go. My get. The defense is good. We can play three back, two back, four back, five back, anything. We have the personality. Baba Raman shouldn't be there, but he is there. I don't get anything talk. My next point we say, bro, we never for started are you the are you brothers for, together. Because one, we lack the edge and we lack the creativity. If you said that yes, Dede is a captain. And he's going to lead by example, or he's going to work out with the team. On the f- like the first match, the opening match, brother Jordan for day bench because one attack never be sharp with the two of them there. Me people they hate on Jordan more, but in a way sometimes I understand what he does on the pitch because the coach won't make it do so. That's cool, but sometimes productivity needs the end product be zero. So right now they put two minus players on the pitch. Nah, bro. I've seen formations. I've seen people going with the three back centers and the three top is Kudus, Didi, and Inaki. Or Inaki, Inaki Kudus behind Didi at the top. Jordan shouldn't be starting with Didi in the team. We are we go figure one at eleven and says me. I talk. The three back be what we for play because as Keo said, this is a fairly new team, young team. The, the coach still not get time to use them, but this coach they fear changes. So if you be coach where they fear changes, why won't you just put your best formation out? Why won't you put your quality players on the pitch? This is my issue with this guy because friendly match have them play friendly match almost eighty something minutes before your man can do changes. So friendly match. So you they keep your cards go do uh, this guy, this guy excuse he they chalk make the team tire before you go bring in trump cards. <laughs> is that what he, he's also going to do? So aside the aside the aside the team aside the squad, then there is a coach too over there that needs to be proactive. Me some some part of me still thinks this team can do something. They can't do something, but the Joseph Pento will not take go. If they worry me, why? If they worry me, why? It's not about ATW bias. It is fact. Hardly do we have a player going into a tournament with such numbers. And they tell you, go check. Hardly we go tournament with player where he get these numbers for in, for in, in this one, in club. Or are they like? Yeah, that's true. How many tournaments will we go away when a winger or when an attacker be top four for the Mali? Ask yourself. So if this thing not be daylight robbery and corruption, 
Ah, why you go talk? Because why are some people caught? Some people wait and they, some people don't play blasters for three matches, five matches, and then they go to the tournament. This guy, at least, he was at the Afcon where we not try, but it wasn't his fault. We not try. Fair enough. That's facts. We not try. But he's still one of our best wingers. The guy get pace. The guy be direct. It's a good threat. Why you not take and go? Anyways, they come to the midfield. Losing Idris Ubaba really worried me. But, I mean, Elijah then things. Is it Elisha, right? Elisha, yeah. Elisha then things. Then show signs of progression. Where, I mean, as they come on against, like, Nigeria, the second half, controlling the game. They did well, no bad things, but missing Idris Baba really worried us. But um, Salis Samed in particular, he's playing yeah. for Lens at the moment, and they are second on the Ligue 1 table. Oh, okay. And he's been a mainstay in their midfield, so at least. So, if if my advice to that could be say, don't and don't try and put the Dayu in that midfield, <laughs> just to accommodate him in that team. Don't go try to do them stupid things, bro. Whether four two three one four three three. Five back when it don't put the DIU there. I would rather have Daniel Mate there than the DIU. I'm telling you. Don't put that guy there. So, bro, as you said, no, we still get solid midfield. Pate just for stay fit. Any chance we get, they rely, they, they, they rely with Pate being fit. I know, say deep down, your man will say, you know, good day, walk up at this time because in form for us now, in sense, either get, either get like a pick and knock away, then fly and go land. <laughs> Cannot be lying because he knows Ghana will go with the walker. <laughs> then they can't worry your old man in legs. So that one today. So if you go to the attack, that is Shayaku boy. Why are we forcing this young boy into the team? If we talk about okay, oh, they talk about uh, this guy for be patient is a young team, he gets his chance. If be this guy, where we for send him back to the under 23, may go learn, may go learn for that. Because bro, the guy has had only one impressive black star match. One where I watch them one, and that was was well, it a qualifier in Ghana or something like that? One, the rest all boom boom sadi, no sense, no technical <laughs> ability. Oh, bro, the guy not get sense once. You, you not get sense past white man. This boy, where we say he be talented so much, he go white man in there, bro. The, the first team service is not sniffing there. He's not. He's been in and out of the team, playing mostly under 21s. Exactly. So this thing for making sure the guy don't reach. And we have a better winger like Joseph Petro. Wait, they house. But then, whatever we do, it's my hope the Black Stars go further because sometimes when your when country is still in the tournament, it's, it's interesting. It makes it more interesting. Even if we don't go win ourselves, at least if we go forward, it will be small. Because the country they fuck up everything. If this people want a shiny light, despite all the nonsense where they go on, they hate the things, the money way they know they deserve it. So that's beside the point. Let's focus on the on the squad. But yeah, but to me, this is the best available squad. Bar Joseph Pinto, where they pay me, say the boy no go. Yeah, so that'd be all for now. And then finally, Van Gilda. Hi, good evening. Um hmm. Well, controversially, I won't start at Tzizigi in the post, actually. I'll right. go with Man- I, I prefer Manaf. Better with his feet, better distribution. He's also, he's equally good in the air. He can, he, he can make good saves. 
and if coach comes to penalties too he has shown that he's good so i'd rather uh was man of the one in go when we won that shootout against chile yes okay okay that was manaf so i'll prefer him his distribution is quite good i think he's probably the best that distribution for our goalkeepers so he will be my pick for for starting birth but let's see let's see if they go with Atizigi because of experience or they go with and of course he's also quite young he's, he was born in 1999 so we'll see how that goes <laughs> nonetheless I, I i think again as my brothers have said this is the best available squad that we have uh, nobody should pretend like we have some better squad somewhere be, that we can go and take. We don't. This is the best we have right now. Maybe the only people that are missing will probably be Majida Shimeru, but already the midfield is quite packed. And everybody that has been called in the midfield kind of deserves um, yeah, their position there. They are all doing well for their various clubs playing well and so it's just hard luck for him for joseph uh, joseph pencil's issue there me i choose not to talk about it because it defies logic it makes absolutely no sense um there's no footballing professional reason that otoado can give that will make sense to me whether it be uh, tactical because I, I don't know what Maybe, yes, fine. Osman can also play right wing back. But you are not going to put Osman on right wing back. <laughs> yes, that's the truth. You are not going to play Osman on right wing back. You already have somebody who's an expert at right wing back and a right back already. So, unless push comes to shove. And from all intents and purposes, Joseph Pezzo can also play right wing back if push comes to shove. So, why would you not take him to the World Cup? Right? And I would... I would think that it's probably not Otuado's decision. That's my that's the only way I can comfort myself to be honest. That it's not Otuado's decision, it's the decision of the handlers of the Black Stars. Let's just bear in mind that Otuado himself yesterday said that in fact he thanked the FA for giving him the freedom to pick his own squad. So even though deep down we know that there was some influence in the squad, we are going to hold him to that for all eternity. He's not going to come back in 10 years and come and tell us that then, then, then they picked a squad for me. I didn't have the freedom to do what I wanted to do. Now, he had, he didn't have to say that. He could easily have kept... Ah, they could have told him to say that. Nobody's they expecting. could have told him to say that. So. For me, you don't necessarily have to even come in. Like, you don't have to speak on it. You can just stay silent on it and let the fans do the talking. Or the moment you come out to come and thank them that they gave you the chance to do what you have to do. Actually, the same way right now, CK come where he say, then they pick the squad for him. We don't know where they go on and all those things. He make you no know, come back and tell you that kind of thing. But honestly, honestly, I don't think this guy wants to stay. So I see him. I don't think this guy wants to be here for the long term. Yeah, I think he leaves after job. the World Cup. Yeah, that's why yeah, he's doing part time. Yeah, he don't want to come back. I don't lie. You. The two are the The guy they don't want to have anything to do because the Dortmund there. Shorty, whatever they secured for the we won't go they hide under the limelight because this toxicity is not everybody where you go feel like because I think that this guy they do all these things 
Yes, Charlie, to sabotage himself. I'm not going to lie. And also, it makes sense that he would want to hold on to his Dustman job because that one, it provides more job security for the long term than Black Stars. Black Stars, oh, yeah. if he's like you at any time, then. Any, any time at all. Where does time. it go from there? But yeah, Van Gelder, you finish your point. Yeah. So, as I was saying, I I think that the, the Joseph Pencil issue is is the biggest is the biggest issue that I, I have. That he should have been on the on the on the flight uh, ahead of um, Abdul Fatal Isaku because if we can drop Felix Afenajan, then surely we can also drop uh, Abdul Fatal Isaku. I'm not his biggest fan. I think uh, technically he's poor. I think uh, in terms of IQ for football, he's not the best um that we have and and several others so for me i struggle to see to be very honest with you why why we are taking him along but uh, the decision has already been made the list have already been submitted to to fifa and and that's that but i want to talk about something else that we all haven't spoken about yet if if that's okay how much exactly are we spending for for this world cup was it not eight million dollars there? Oh no, that's just for the yeah, footballing for the body. <laughs> that's for the footballing body and the group stage. How much is the how much are the coaches earning? How much are the officials that are going along earning? How much are we spent? Because I don't want come then I don't want make the good and come back then can't rep ball boy two hundred thousand dollars. But wasn't that all part of the budget? No. The budget breakdown that was made by the minister in parliament was only relating to the footballing body. Mm. Yeah, only the footballing body. He doesn't speak on the officials and all the others that are going. Also, why do we have 21 people in our technical team? Why? For, for what? There are 26 players and there are 21 people in our technical team. But that's okay. You know, it's it's a these are questions that I would really, really like to have some answers to. You know, because right now life hard. Then then they claim to the country, we don't get money. We know so when a money day somebody in bed yonder, there's somebody in polytank inside. But if the country doesn't have money, this is the time for us to be very prudent. Several things have been taken care of by FIFA, accommodation, flights, uh, feeding, all of those things have been taken care of by FIFA. So is the minister saying the breakdown that he gave is what they are paying to the players alone? No, because the breakdown he gave, it wasn't just the appearance fees and everything. He also gave some other um, expenses, which is why... Like what? I, I think he mentioned the staff, because I remember seeing some staff costs inside. I remember seeing... Um, feeding and a lot of other things. I didn't. Why are they, why are they spending was, on feeding? FIFA is paying for feeding, so why uh, are they spending on feeding? Oh uh, well, but me, the thing about me when it comes to these courses is that like I don't like the idea of people saying that um, the country is struggling, so make we cut the money. Like me, in the end, the, most of them, the FIFA gives the country, a, FIFA gives countries a lot of money for the World Cup over. I think the for for just making it. For just participating in the group stages, I think you get between eight to nine million dollars. So that one covers most of the costs. 
So it's like I don't like the idea of people so saying that. Let me get this because the budget shorts because the country is struggling. Because for me, yes, me, I, I'm in favor of cutting the budget shorts for the for the black stars. But that money should be reinvested in football or sports. It's not money that it should go into leveling somebody's road and going to pay NAPCO workers and pay national service and all the things. Yeah, but the but sports Smiley, money stay in sports. That's my but Smiley, but Smiley, to be fair, I think when you listen to most of people's arguments, that is where they actually see. Oh, sorry, that's the point they actually make and where that's where. Because I've had this back and forth with um, Komo before. You understand? Mm-hmm. Most of them actually wanted to say in the sports this one and give. But the problem is, if FIFA is giving you 8 million, or nine million. Yeah. Then why are you be, spending money? Just to be in a group stage, why should your budget be almost twenty million and then going to a tournament? The budget they announced was eight point five million, I think. Yeah, yeah, just on a group stage. That is, but then obviously it moves yes, on to like yes. two million. Um, in the quarter final, if we get to semi final, um, some of that. And the things we be saying, if we reach that st- stage two, I don't think anybody will care about budgets if we manage to reach some quarterfinal. It is. Uh, anyway, that, the joy will that, overshadow everything else. Uh, but, the, but the problem is, the problem is, anytime we go to these tournaments, these World Cups that we've been to, Ghana has always been one of the top five spenders there. Yeah. Even in terms of appearance fees, I think we are among the top three highest paid and that is what and smiley this is that these are the things we are talking against though. these are the things we are talking about oh yeah is, that, is, that's exactly what i'm also saying yes, that it is not it is not supposed to happen right like, yeah. it is not supposed to happen do you know that this is our most expensive world cup that we've been on oh yeah i, th- I think they were trying the minister was making some excuses that they haven't increased the appearance fees from the last it's not, it's not about appearance fees and this no, most no, expensive no. World Cup. Let me just. This World Cup started with this. The qualifiers to this World Cup started with who? Who was the manager in charge? Um, CK. That uh, guy. The guy CK. Was it CK? CK was fired. His compensation said them no pay finish. <laughs> then we brought um Milo. Milo, the guy that they said is not Matra Makwe and that he knows our our culture. He knows our food. He knows watching whatever. He got fired, gave him 500,000 to fuck off. Then we brought in Coach Otado. One World Cup, three compensations. Last time, they told us that every time Black Stars plays, they spend an average of about a million dollars. There have been about eight matches in between. That's eight million already spent. Now we are going to spend another and here and here. Meanwhile, FIFA is also giving us money. And you see, this nonsense spending there. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even like this uh, reducing it to just the World Cup. Even Afcon, our budget always high past the winning money set. And since <laughs> we always, yeah. do, we always do this nonsense because yeah, if if our squad is like riddled with a lot of local players, where we will not see this money compensation, it is will help them. That'd be cool. But Charlie, most of these things, if we talk the truth. Percentage that goes on side. Though. That's why these people fight for players to be getting this big money. Yes. Percentage they go some side. All no, they go them are there. And so then where you put the full nations like that, it never go be for you. Because the people then they win their things, no. They they are they are proud to play for their countries and die for their countries and win the tournament. 
people with better listen people with better chances of winning the tournament are spending lesser than you you a third world country we have to we have to seriously look at some of these things for me i don't have a problem like how much like if and this is like in our wildest dreams right if black stars wins the world cup how much can we spend uh, to pay for that kind of joy that Ghanaians will have we can't we can't pay for the the euphoria and the joy but at the end of the day we have to live within our means and these are some of the things that we have to do you are you are trying to get an imf program and instead of you to be upset say oh blast has in this guy about three million i'm from bob buna the move from coca cranker cry be me you you are not better off than all the countries that are spending less than you hey, evangelda you know another problem you're the worst ranked team in the world cup hey, you know like you are ranked problem. lower than than a are they not ranked lower than saudi do you know how how bad you have to be to rank lower than Saudi and Qatar? And do you know the worst thing? Our entourages. The people with the Tegu World Cup. Hey! That be why I tell you, say, there are technical members alone be 21. Playing squad be 26. We no count GFA officials. We no count Matra Macquay boys with the, the GFA people. And the, the, my the family sentence. And the my girlfriends and things who. Omo nina yenyang kai omo pass holder for yenyang kai pass holder. I want I want make we focus on the football side of things, cause the financial side. Yeah, if you talk and talk and talk, Charlie, we start talking over now. But the football side be very important for me, cause at least that one that be what they give me a little joy. So for the football side, for the football side, I think that if Coach Otuado is able to define properly the way he wants his team to play and the players are tactically disciplined i think we can get some joy out of this world cup it doesn't feel all doom and gloom as people may look portugal is good i'm not i'm not even gonna deny it. they are good but they are there to be got at they are there you can get at them you can you can frustrate them you can you can block the spaces but we will require everybody to one be on their A game, and two for the coach to make the right selections, put in the right tactics, and be fearless. The day I use inclusion in our first eleven brings such a big conundrum. I don't know how they are going to solve it. To be very honest with you, I've looked at several formations, just like the others, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy's not good enough to play midfield anymore. He's lost four, five, ten yards. Of speed, so he's not good enough to play on the wing anymore. But he's probably one of our best goal scorers in the team at the moment. So if the guy is playing at top, does that mean then who who flanks him? Enyaki to the right and uh what's his name? The Kamal Dean. Hearing Kamal Dean is actually not fully fit as well. So they have to solve that. Oh, no, wait. And with I agree this, with, with, with this. Which formation are you looking at? If I'm looking at the uh, three at the back with uh, three, three, four, three. Okay, so so with the three, four, three, right? Right. Are you saying if Inaki and Inaki is flanking Didi, right? Yeah. Are you saying you put Kudus on the bench? You see, and this is why this is where my my the conundrum starts. 
because the day is not good enough to play a 10, he's not good enough to play a 6, he's not good enough to play an 8, and not good enough to play a wings. If left to me alone, I'll start the day on the bench. I'll start the day on the bench. Because he can be an impact super sub for us. So he comes on to replace whoever is playing up top. And then and the truth is, having watched the day and Kudus play, they think the same way. So they run into the same spaces. Them playing together is very, 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 it, it will be very, very hard. Feels like they don't like each other. Feels like, you know, they can be quite selfish sometimes. Try to assert himself. I'm the captain. I'll do what I want and all of that. So it's going to be very, very, very difficult for us. Because me, I won't play the day behind, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Kudus. I also think Kudus should be pushed up further forward. There's also the issue where, as we know, Thomas Pate doesn't like to do the defensive job when he plays in the black side. He prefers also to play further forward. So what type of midfielders are you flanking Pate with? Are you playing two ball recoveries, uh, people that are like, uh, you know, Elisha Uzo and the Lens guy together with Pate? Then where is Kudus in all of this? Or you are playing somebody who can win the ball, then somebody who can progress the ball. So Pate and one of Elisha and or the guy from uh, uh, from Ren, from Lens, sorry. Some like, way. I think the midfield pairing and the, the people up top will be will be Otoado's biggest headache. But nonetheless, he has to do what is best in the interest of the team. At the end of the day, whether I like it or not, Dede is going to start because he's the David. captain of the team. David. David. My David. boss. My David. boss. I really love your submission, but look, for the World Cup, for the only purpose of the World Cup being played in Qatar, Dede is the biggest star over there from Ghana. And it is the captain of Black Stars. Whatever we do, the, the first game is working. The and he's also a Qatari ambassador. Look. <laughs> yes. Look, then start put the guy in moral, as a moral, uh, in posters for there before even Ghana said, go get this one for there. See, they are looking at him. Whatever we do, via the guy will lead the team out. So I don't mind if you play Inaki and this one behind them. Kudus behind him. I don't mind if you play uh, um, Kamal Adin and Kudus behind him and Inaki coming from the bench. I don't mind at all. But the team is saying, mind, they day you should be up top. Because in most matches, you know, we say we will go handle the possession. And when you play three back, with your flanks going forward, that's why I say the right back, Terry Clanty for starting, no matter what. I struggle with that. Let me tell you why I want you to start over there. Because the guy can double up as a winger. We don't know. This guy there, we don't know. None of the friendly said he, ever, he never played three back. I, I, he played three at the back in the second half against Brazil. That's when we showed up a bit. And then, so I was expecting him to expand on that against Nicaragua. He played for the back against me, Nicaragua. And, and you see, there's this formation that myself I used for my hood before. So my coaching... So Come my on! Coach, my Mopobu Mourinho! Make I tell you why. And sometimes playing three back, and you have you don't have a, a pacey left back. Gideon Mensah is not pacey, but no. he's defensive he's defensively sound and good on the ball. So most often, when you release your right back, 
and he goes. This guy too likes to bombard forward. Uh, either if you play Amate on the right or Jiku, right? If you play Amate on the right, Jiku one of them likes to go forward. And uh... so you play a formation where Gideon Mensa wouldn't be crossing and overlapping a lot because Pate goes. Listen to what I'm saying. When Pate goes, mm-hmm. Pate goes, um, um, this guy goes. Uh, Tariq Lante goes. Tariq. No, yeah. Tariq Lante. No, isn't going. Tariq goes. Yamate goes. You show up. You realize that you have five players at up top. But then again, you still have four players waiting for them. This guy, because this guy, Gideon Mesa, is not going to overlap. Mind you, Gideon Mesa is good at playing on the left back of the three as well. The left side of the three. Because Otoado has played him there, even played there against Nigeria, and he was really good. So this guy is defensively sound, positionally sound, so he doesn't really have to attack a lot. So you realize that you have numbers up and you have numbers down. Because Terry's pace alone and his attacking ability is why we need him. Not even a lot about defensiveness. But then again, because if you go play Odoi for there, that means that you don't have two pacey uh, uh, um, um, attack minding left, left back uh, laterals because Odoi too is not fast. This guy, Gidomesa, is not fast. Baba Raman, I don't want to see him, but you, I believe this guy will still start him. Baba Raman is not good defensively, he's not good offensively. So I don't know. That's the call and be Japa. He they start no matter what. So I don't even know about that. But if left to me, this is how I will play it where the left back doesn't bombard a lot. Actually, actually, I don't disagree with you on that. I see where you're coming from because for the first match against Portugal, I anticipate that Rafael Leal will play on the left where he plays, just as he plays in um, in, in Milan. Rafael Leal is defensively weak. He, he's not very good at helping. But Nuno Mendes is a left back at, at Portugal. Defensively sound, very good at going forward as well. So if you have someone like... The, the game of Tariq against uh, Nuno Bendes is, will, be, will be very fascinating to watch. Because on the other side, we have Jao Cancelo and probably uh, Bruno, Bruno or somebody like that for the right-hand side there. Or even they can even play Bernardo. Play Felix so, no, even if, even if they start Diego Dalo there and Cancelo on the left, Cancelo too is not defensively good. So we can still uh, capitalize do I, do I think... Do I think uh, our our right the people at the right are like I like Tariq he's good but do I think he can get past uh, Jao Cancelo all the time yes with Kudu to... there now you play with Kudus in tandem he hmm. and Kudus go partner for there well, tell honestly you? honestly the friendly tomorrow will be very telling after what Otto is thinking yeah. as well as um, how the players have uh, how much time they spent with each other to be able to to read off of each other because this is going to be a very inexperienced in terms of like with them playing with each other obviously they they all play in big clubs but then in terms of them playing with each other to be able to understand each other bringing in uh, new boys such as Tariq into the fold where some people may have some dynamics already and where people are expecting to be an automatic starter I think Otto will go with who he trusts first of all which will be Odoi and Raman it's the centre-back partnership which will be very, 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 very crucial. And whoever is sitting. So, um, the friendly against Switzerland, yeah, it will be very, very, very important to us just to at least 
see what he's thinking. If he experiments and you know throws everybody on who we expect to see, so that um, you know they make a strong case for um, the opening match on against Portugal. Now, obviously, you know we'll, we'll be in for a surprise, but the the talk about whether Tariq can go past Cancelo and all, it's neither here nor there. To be who, how, how best you can perform when given the opportunity. We can talk about tactics all day long, but Charlie, it be it be final every single game. <laughs> you know, from now, from Sunday all the way to the end of the World Cup. So Charlie, you still are good, Ghana. So real quick, me I want to ask you guys, um, what percentage chance do you give do you give Ghana of qualifying from the group? Make us start with you. Thirty five. What percentage chance do you give Ghana of qualifying from the group? Oh, 29. <laughs> I think I'll go a bit higher than your fourth. 40, 40. I, I genuinely believe that if we get our tactics right, we can oh. get some. Even if we get one, if you pick up a point against Portugal, oh. we, are we can pick. We can pick two points. We can pick two points. I say twenty nine. We can pick two points from Portugal and South Korea. If that Uruguay game where everybody will make it, that, that's why I don't want. Because I want to be lose Porto. Oh, the Uruguay we go lose by four. Mm. <laughs> anyway, me. Me, my quick take on the squad is that I think it is uh, it is one of the most well balanced squads that we've ever had. I think in terms of the spread of quality, we at least even though I'm disapp- obviously I'm disappointed about Joseph Pinto, I'm disappointed about Slop, I'm disappointed about Ashimeru, and I'm Wolakot. At least the spread of quality is better than what we've seen in a long time. For example, I think as right back. The options we have are options that we haven't had in a long time. I think this group of centre-backs we have is probably, at least, I think it's the best group of centre-backs we've had in my time watching the Black Stars. Jiku, Salisu, and um, Amate, and and even Joseph Edu, Edu, who is the fourth choice, he's also playing at a very high level. So I think this is the best group of centre-backs we've had in my time watching the Black Stars. I think the midfield, obviously the Muntari Apia ACN midfield is the standard. But I think in terms of balance of quality and their skill sets, I think this midfield has something that that midfield didn't even have. And that's mainly in the form of Kudus. Because Kudus is a is a is a type of midfielder that I don't think we have seen us have. If anybody can give me a name that we've had, feel free. But I don't think we've had a midfielder such a creative midfielder like Kudus with the with the technique he has and everything playing at a high level as well I don't think we've had that at least in my time watching the Black Stars and as for the attack I like Antoine Semenyo in particular even though a lot of people don't really talk about him I've seen he's, he's really good even though this season he hasn't really been on form but I think he's good Naki Williams too he's not as reliable a goal scorer as people think he is, but he's also very hard worker, very technically gifted. Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So I think in terms of the spread of quality, it's it's not it's not a bad team at all. But I think the outside interferences and all the controversies are going to have a bigger impact on the team than than the team's actual talent itself. So I'm going to, I'll give them like a thirty percent chance of qualifying. Okay, okay, where they come here? Because then as I talk the twenty <laughs> smiley good. I say only math no. <laughs> and and the reason why I give the twenty-nine, they say that one percent way they them it be all with Otoado putting on the right team there where you could give you fighting chances, even though the hope not really big like that. Because sometimes it be fine details and small details where they worry distance. And that small details lies in the one percent over there. That was I say twenty nine. We smiley go thirty. And she not near difference, sir. But I for explain my one percent lesson. Are you? I thank you, sir. <laughs> anyway, moving on from the black stars at long last. Um, every as we said earlier, everybody has every team has now announced their final squad. So we now have a good picture of what everybody should be looking at like going into the tournament. And um, we asked everybody to give their predictions as well. So My um, predictions. We could take that, but <laughs> we tried. <laughs> Let me start with Van Gelder. So with Van Gelder, he had Brazil as his winners. He had uh, the Brazil and Belgium reaching the final, even though Belgium, for me, looks like they're my time pass. They are a golden generation. They start the feed off a bit. But he had Belgium getting. How can go? How can tell the story? They try to tell me say that my gold be bronze or what? Ah, Charlie, the golden generation, which people company is long gone. Hazard has been in decline for how long? Lukaku is not even fit at the moment. Um, as for the Edu World and all those other guys, they are now playing in China and Dubai or whatever, wherever it is they are playing. So I don't know. They are golden generation. The time passed, but. Anyway, you have them reaching the final, so it means you're expecting them to beat. Uh, um, you're expecting them to beat the likes of Portugal and the rest. Oh well. Um, he has Denmark as his dark horses. Who did they play in Oslo? AC they blow my top. You know, COVID still did the air Look at coffee. It's Kafua Hajjesu. <laughs> he has um, Senegal as the African team to go the furthest. Player of the tournaments Neymar, top scorer Messi, young player of the tournaments Vinicius Junior, and then most assists Kevin De Bruyne. Any of you guys get anything to say about Van Gelder and predictions? Oh no, you make make uh, make make, make to, it talk. Make it. You go copy somebody homework or what? Wait, wait. I like this. Bro, because, bro, because this is the look familiar. Honestly, who submitted his own face? This sounds familiar. Who, who, who submitted his own face? Bro, we both submitted it. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. Smiley, <laughs> be, no, you and I did together. Because <laughs> this thing, your man copied. So this way. one day, like, we are with a talk on that one, then you have. Everybody <laughs> go see what's up. Because right now, if you go talk, you go look like. No. I could no, even no, talk why I choose who I choose. So, so if you can, if, if you could <laughs> please read out my own. Okay, so go to Kim. I make me I talk about why I choose my own. Okay, you make Van Gelder talk even before you move on. <laughs> What's the question? Why make I talk about just the people? Why I say Brazil? Me, I want to so, know why you pick Belgium. 
Ah, that side, I don't think France will go as far as a semi final. I think by quarter final, they'll be out. Um, uh, England, US, then since Canada, and since Australia, Morocco, Croatia. Mineshaft, Mineshaft. I tell this story. Mineshaft, they know they see top. Maybe they go, maybe they go, Juju can have it, make it come top given. Then, shorts, but personally, I just think that on that side of the draw, Germany is not on that side, Germany is on the opposite side. But on that side of the draw, I favor Belgium and Croatia. However, I think between the two, you know, I'm called Van Gelder, bro. <laughs> Can't choose Croatia, so I'll go with Belgium. But but like for footballing reasons, there, I think between them, France, England, and Croatia, who are like France, England, Croatia, uh, Belgium, uh, Portugal, and Uruguay. I think between them, the best is Belgium. I that's my my sincere opinion. I think on their day, Belgium beats all these teams. Uh, not maybe not comfortably, but. They beat all these things. I have a weird feeling that Eden Hazard will be very fantastic this tournament. Actually, um, regardless of what anybody thinks, I think he will do well this tournament. I think he he has a point to prove. It's the first time he's fit, he's fully fit in a very long time. So I think he will do well. And if Eden Hazard is playing well, Belgium is playing well. Courtois is in the form of his life. So I that's also part of the reason why I tip Belgium. Belgium to do well. For Brazil, I think they have the most balanced squad. I think this is the first time in a long time that they have less ego and more people that relate with each other. People that are hungry to do well. People that um, seem to play well together. I watched them against Ghana. Watched them other times too. And Charlie, then get squad. See, then get serious Squad, the squad depth. Maybe the places that they are lacking is probably defensively. Uh, but I mean, if you have uh, the governor at the back, uh, Thiago Silva paired with his best friend Marquinhos and others, Adam and Letao. Um, maybe their flanks, I mean, their right back, left back is where they may struggle a bit. But I think these heads, experienced players playing at the back, they should do well. In midfield, they are sports for choice. In my opinion, Lucas Paqueta, Casemiro, and, and the likes. I think they will control a lot of games that they play. Up top, Vinicius Jr., brilliant, brilliant player. Of course, we have Neymar Jr. over there. And then they can choose to go with either Richarlison or uh, Rafinha or Anthony on the right. And the, you know, it, just the Brazilian squad just seems to me that they are ripe to do fantastically well. This tournament. That's why they are my favorites to win. Argentina is good, but I think they are beatable. I think they are beatable. But if Argentina meets Brazil in the semi-final, Brazil will come up on top in that in that match. Moving on, Kyo. So Kyo picked Brazil as his winners as well. Me, I won't change. I won't change my dark horse. Okay. You can't change your dark no, horse. No, no, no. Okay, when I get, let, <laughs> okay, so let me go. Kyo picked Brazil as his winners. He picked. Uh, Brazil and F- France to reach the final, and Dark Horse is who, who is your replacements now? Va- Va- Louis Van House Army. <laughs> <laughs> I initially chose who's 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 did I choose? 
Uh, Willie Uruguay. 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 Nah, I'll go for Van Hal. I'll go for Van Hal. Mm. Netherlands, mm. Netherlands, not a lot of people are giving them um, a shot yeah. as going through, but I think they'll sneak under the radar and, like, um, you know, just progress until they meet uh, a formidable opponent. If they're able to overcome that, I don't. I think they could go all the way. But um, on the balance of things, yeah, the, the more experienced teams or the more balanced teams are there too. But you finish the list. I mean, I'll just say a few words about my selections. Okay. And player of the tournament, he had Neymar as well. Top scorer, he had Neymar. Young player of the tournament, he had Fede Valverde. And then most assists Neymar, which are expecting Neymar to have a super tournament. Bro, this be Samba season. Samba season. The, 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 everyone, everyone should take note of the fact that South American teams are going to do South American teams and African teams might do slightly better than European teams, given where the tournament is being played. It's a very fucking hot place. And for a European to catch there and expect to play some kind ball, even in an AC stadium, I don't think it's going to be that easy for them to acclimatize to such um, to such uh, temperature conditions, uh, such as Qatar zone over there. I think I think Brazil are well stocked to pro, uh, to progress all the way to the final. I think they will play. Fantastic football, as well as that, it's not going to be a one-goal project. They will look like Van Gelder said. They will look to control games and look to dominate games and look to score. Neymar, coming off the back of um, you know how PSG are performing this season, there might be some drama there. But then it, it, it's gone. It's flown under the radar because I think even he has distanced himself from any type of drama, knowing what's what's coming up. Messi too. I th- I th- it's, it's going to be quite unfortunate that they are on the same side of the bracket, so one of them would have to um, fall off. But Neymar is, I think, in a better position with the team anyway to progress all the way to the final and do it. And Charlie, the ball within the camp play, it will be joke. Like they are looking to win. Two of the best goalkeepers in world football right now, Alisson and Edison. Senior, senior uh, defensive experience with Thiago Silva. Four backs, yes, we can all argue that. But then, if, if Danny Alves said they go, bro, Charlie, experience still day. Then you have a uh, pastor, a uh, uh, pastor Fred and Casemiro. Fred, Fred for Manchester United is not the same Fred for Brazil. That the, the boy can press well, uh, move the ball, progress the ball forward. Casemiro too is uh, a linchpin. In front, sitting in front of defense, actually, whoever you want put an attack there. If you get Neymar, Vinicius, Richarlison, Anthony, uh, Rafinha, bro, the ball they go place, uh, it, it go over you, it go over you. The only reason why I'm go, I'm back in Brazil is just because I don't think the Europeans can acclimatize um, quick enough to the Qatar weather. And I think the Brazil boys there, like they they no they no play ball for heat inside. It may not be that, it not be the heat in the favelas though. But then Charlie, then I feel so number fits. It's, it's gonna it's gonna be such a quick and easy ride all the way up into the final. That's my prediction anyway. But mm-hmm. Charlie, strike out my young player. I, I should say some French boy go go score there or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> people come to say maybe chop twenty five or something. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Let me move on to Crack's predictions. So, Crack had Argentina as, as his winners. He had Argentina and Belgium finalists. He had Denmark as the dark horse. He had uh, Senegal as the African team to go the furthest. Messi as player of the tournament. Lewandowski as top scorer. Lewandowski. Hey. Hey. This one, they isn't the blow from my top, and they laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> they woke up. Okay, Poland. Okay. Um, young player of the tournament, he had Julian Alvarez, and then most assists, Neymar. Crack me, I won't make you explain the Lewandowski one. Um, in group, who done with it? I tell you, you did ask me. Me, the business. Guys, what's funny? You. <laughs> Uh, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, has, Argentina. Wait, so did you hear what he said? He has Mexico and Saudi Arabia there. Do you think Lewandowski can bag a hat-trick against Saudi Arabia? Can, Do you think he can get a feather, a feather to can win they against create Mexico? Enough, can they create he's enough? playing for Poland, though. He's not going there with Barca. Look, forget. <laughs> forget he's going with Poland. Me, I saw Saudi Arabia in this guy's group. And I'm saying that this guy is going to bank all his goals in that group stage. We've seen tournaments where players score goals in group stages and we get to the final and they are still among the top scorers. That's why I went to Lewandowski. Messi and Neymar are actually going to create more for their teams. There is no... I don't think Lukaku is going with the Belgian team, right? He yes, but he's not fit. But he's not fit. You understand? And aside him, he, he that guy is a kick-me player. If Lukaku was fully fit and was leading the line, I'll go with him because that guy will get all the goals but when he gets to the knockout stages, he'll be missing. I went with Lewandowski because I saw his group stage and he's still one of the best strikers going to the tournament and he's still in form. Which striker go to the tournament where he did form past Lewandowski right there? Who? In terms of goals, who? Why? You they talk about creating chances and we see tournaments where Asamajan says score four goals. So what do you go to talk about? Which tournament does Asamajan score four goals? Oh, why uh, the 20 time when he goes to score three or four? It, uh, it, it definitely wasn't four, I think it was three. Okay, three says still. Why can't Lewandowski buy six or seven just from that group stage? I'm telling you, he can't. What Poland who can qualify from that group stage is Mexico, Argentina, Saudi Arabia. Is Mexico and Poland one of them for follow Argentina go? So there's still a huge chance there. Most of the other teams we put they talk about them are them are go threat isn't from their striker. Why Spain, you know, Murata will really strike for them. <laughs> you, most of the other teams is more of a team effort but Poland they go there they still they, they search for them as striker so it'd be hard to one so I don't know why niggas they like <laughs> the tournament will come we will see okay also you also believe that this is going to be Messi's year yeah and it's not just about to spite Ronaldo but it's what I've seen so far this this is the this is like the year where I've really paid attention to Argentina. I mean they're friendly matches and so this is the year where Messi has players that like Charlie, nobody has ego. They all want to win for the guy. They are all ready to fight and die for him. And I've seen a different Messi in the Argentina team. The guy is playing with excitement, enthusiasm and then, and he's happy to even create for his teammates to win. They are willing to fight for him. Nobody be selfish for the front player. Everybody they work and he's still the campaign and he's still the playmaker, he's still the everything. So sometimes you go to the tournament where you see Charlie, but they won't push this guy go because even the tournament where 
Higuain and Tins were fully safe. Argentina still go finals. And Argentina have a better all-round team than the, than the uh, finals. Was it 2010, right? No, it wasn't 2010. 2014. Sorry. 2014. 2014. They still have a better team even from the defense. But this time, you know, the old men, Dimi Kelly, and Tins, then they do. <laughs> they still have a better all-round team. And they have a very good keeper right now. Because this keeper better pass Romero, said Romero go finals. So, me, I know when it comes to teamwork, team effort, the South American effect, as you talk, the weather and everything, they took up for Brazil and things, but Argentina, they go way at the CC. If Brazil did the other side of the bracket, then the Argentina will go final, no doubt. But there's a likelihood they can meet earlier than that. Even though I would love Neymar to win as well. I just believe that teamwork and everything, Argentina could just edge them slightly. And also, there's a FIFA, this one way, then we love make Messi to win. So, that one too, they there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, but I understand the Argentina pick because I think they've gone over 30 games unbeaten now. They've been in serious form. So, uh, another start to be say in 10 matches, they haven't considered a goal. Hey. <laughs> that be serious because Argentina I don't think they've ever been known for a very for a particularly yeah. strong defense that's why they talk say this time if I watch them they play as a unit not be individual everybody is ready to kill themselves for the team hmm. let the record reflect that that kill he said they actually literal not a great <laughs> anyway let me come to my picks so I also had Brazil. Hey, why you not go ask me about why I choose Julian Alvarez? Uh, please, I, I, I mean, you, you had Argentina as your winner, so obviously the young player for inside be Julian Alvarez. So is that not the reason? But it, it is not a given. Uh, okay, so please tell me why. This is it. I think even though this guy make a switch to Man City, it's still not it's still unknown to a lot of people. And this young boy will come in and bang goals for Argentina, and his name will be known by people. Okay. Remember the name, Julian Alvarez. That's right. Thank you, Craig. So, again, like I was saying, I had Brazil as my winners. I had Portugal, Brazil as the final. I had Denmark as my dark horses. Be like almost everybody picked Denmark as dark horses. Senegal as the African team to go the furthest. That's another one that is probably a no-brainer. Neymar as player of the tournament. Benzema as top scorer. Vinicius Jr. as young player of the tournament and most assist Messi. So, me, my own, it be very straightforward. I don't think I need to explain any of them. Portugal, okay, maybe Portugal then. I, I pick, I'll do my picks before Ronaldo come talking nonsense. So, like, I, maybe like I could change them, but it's too late now. So, and also for the teams, I think it was Van Gelder who was saying that the teams on that side of the bracket, they are not too, I think it's what, France. France are my favorite team besides Ghana, but I think the Pogba and Kante absences might affect them a lot because their midfield might be a little too inexperienced for a World Cup. Um, England, yeah, bomb. They're not going to reach anywhere. Belgium, like I said, their golden generation is fading away. They are turning out to be bronze. So, I think Portugal have a very talented team. The only problem is Ronaldo because Ronaldo will hold them back the same way they hold back United. And if somehow Fernando Santos manages to get grow the balls to drop him like the same way Ten Hag did, I think the team would be much, much better. So if that manages to happen, I think they'll reach the final. 
So that's it. I don't think Koi submitted his predictions. So Kawatu Kawat is busy. Um, Ka- yeah. He lie with fresh, but we support him from here. Oh, but, oh, funny enough, he's coming back on Saturday. He, he wouldn't be there for the oh, tournament. They make it come, Charlie. Oh. You for before we fourth and link up. This matter, this matter, I don't even want to talk about that. My favorite is Zimu. <laughs> I beg you, I beg you, make it all come for trouble. Is that <laughs> I will not finish. Uh, anyway, please. Uh, we've come back to the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And um, yes, let me just make a shout out. We have a new sponsor coming on board in the form of Shudders.com. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so if you're looking... Shudder, 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 Shudder. <laughs> yeah, so if you're looking for clothes to buy, women's clothes, men's clothes, um, souvenirs, anything, they have gift cards, they have all sorts of things on their uh, website, they have slippers, Anything you want, they have it on the website. So just go to shadows.com. That's shadows.com. S H A D D A S dot com. And just look at Allah Shadows. Shadow best shadow. You go shadow make everybody see them. I die. Shadows. And then um, yeah, and as always, if you want to tweet about the episodes, just use the hashtag ATWGCR and Please remember to like, share, subscribe to us. We have um, an Instagram page now. That's after the whistle does GCR. We have our Twitter account. That's ATW Podcast GCR. We have a YouTube page right now. YouTube now they have handles too, so you can just search for after the whistle. Um, which one again? We have TikTok. TikTok. That's after the whistle. Yeah, yeah. Right now we'll be hip guys, you know, because we are we are twenty one and twenty two and things over here, so shall be young guys. And then, um, yeah, so we are available on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, so Charlie, just get on any of them. And also, also, guys, the Gold Coast Reports uh, live podcast event is coming on. Mosaic, 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 Mosaic. Uh, do well to get your tickets. Um, we'll, we'll post the link. Um, we'll post yeah. the link with the release of the episode. But uh, 26th November and the Bookie Foundation, if you were there last year, you know what the vibe is. So, you know, just come through again. Um, I'll be there. Crack Crack is going to be a host. Smiley's going to be a host. We we waited till Van Gelder was gone so that we could do it properly. We didn't want any by heart to turn to me. Yeah. But, so, yeah, 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 you guys come through and let's uh, have a good time as well. And you can get the tickets on music.listentogcr.com. So the tickets not the cost like that. I think it's like hundred CDs or something. So yeah, Charlie, time's hard. So you make real little money small, small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small. So yeah, like I said, we've come to the end of this episode, Charlie. Guys, thank you for coming on this one. Q in particular, because he had to jump through hoops to join us, but he still managed to do it. Charlie, uh, yeah, Charlie, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. No problem, no problem. So um, like we said earlier, th- um, during this World Cup period, we'll be putting out a. F- We'll be releasing episodes more regularly than usual, and we'll also be doing more spaces and stuff. Yeah, like Space Master Crack go do a good day to us. Well. So guys, that's that's me. That's me. Make your ears day ground. We'll be coming with more content for you. So, uh, thank you again for listening to this episode. And as always, after the whistle, dominate the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. 
Le va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the final. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Curry! 